host, Heather, and in the Healthy Brain Podcast, I will demystify brain science, share tips and productivity tools to recharge your life, improve your health, and increase your energy, and overall kickstart your motivation to reach your true potential. So let's get started. Welcome to Episode 8 of the Healthy Brain Podcast, and today's topic is all about self-care. And I just want to really emphasize how important self-care is for our brain and our body and just overall health. I'm actually recording this podcast in a hotel room. I'm visiting my son at college, and it's nice and quiet on a Saturday morning, and I thought I'll get in a a quick podcast recording, and hopefully the uh, air conditioning won't be too loud and there won't be a knock on the door. Um, let's get started. This morning was a really great example of me taking care of myself, self-care. So what I did is I enjoyed a hour, really over an hour walk along the lake, beautiful scenery, the nice wind, um, the water, the waves crashing onto the shore. And I followed that up with sitting in a cafe. I found like a little Parisian cafe. It's so cute. I had a chocolate almond croissant and a cafe au lait. And instead of taking it in a to-go cup, I sat uh, at a little stool and had my cafe au lait in a really nice mug. And the croissant was on a nice dish. And I really enjoyed this time. I didn't even look at my phone. I looked outside. I was trying to be really present. So this is really a great example of self-care. And I want to start the podcast by explaining how I differentiate self-care from healthy lifestyle behaviors. And then I'll give you some tips and things of, of in ways that you can incorporate self-care into your daily activities. I work with uh, clients one-on-one coaching, health and wellness coaching, and I emphasize self-care as being crucial to actually have an activity for self-care every day if possible. Let's get started with just explaining what the difference is between self-care and uh, healthy lifestyle behaviors. Healthy lifestyle behaviors are not smoking, moderate intake or no intake of alcohol, maintaining a healthy weight, exercising consistently, eating nutritious foods. Those are considered health style or healthy lifestyle behaviors and they actually have been linked to chronic health diseases. So if you're not actively uh, using these healthy lifestyle behaviors, then your risk of having a chronic disease increases. I gave the stats in the previous episode, so you can go ahead and listen to that. But the point being is a healthy lifestyle behavior is, is that it's eating nutritiously, exercising, maintaining your weight. Self-care 
is indulgent. Self-care is something that you truly, truly enjoy. Now, you could truly, truly enjoy exercise. Self-care for me is foam rolling. Self-care is also reading a book that I really enjoy, taking time to read a book. Self-care is when I am in the flow, when I'm really enjoying something and I'm not worried about what the end result is. It could be, and I'm not a knitter, but maybe if you guys like knitting or crocheting, you know, you get in the flow. People say, I just love, my mom is this way. She loves knitting and she, the time will pass by. She loves it. This is for her. It's, it's nurturing. It's self-care. Um, for other people, it could be writing. Maybe you really enjoy writing, uh, that it, it's self-indulgent. It's really feeding your soul. It's self-care is something that really helps you take care of your, not your, just your body, but your, your, your mind and your spirit. I see many clients who, who do have an exercise routine. They're eating nutritiously but they have no self-care. And I know this because their stress is elevated. And I know it because I can get that way as well. My stress can go up significantly. And even a couple weeks ago, I had this uh, difficulty sleeping and I knew my stress response was just activated too frequently during the daytime. And I was really having a hard time winding down. So I want to really talk about some of the things that are going on in your body and in your brain when you're feeling this stress response. I've mentioned it before, but this uh, fight or flight, ooh, I can't talk this morning, fight or flight response, that is really when the brain and the body is on, it's activated. And it's an important response. It's when the sympathetic nervous system increases activity, your heart rate increases, um, there's a re release of cortisol, DHEA, a release of adrenaline. And this is important for when we have something really sudden where we have to respond. It's a stress response. But prolonged chronic stress keeps these hormones releasing. And it keeps us in this activated state. Unfortunately, what happens with that is that prolonged chronic stress can lead to so many health issues. And I know I've talked about the, the memory issues and the health, the cardiovascular issues with chronic stress. And when we're getting into these chronic stress situations, uh, you're at work and you have um, your coworker or your boss is asking for that report right away. You're continually getting texts from work, from people who need a response from you. You're getting emails. There's no turnoff time in our culture now. We are connected 24-7 and that is just feeding it to our chronic stress response. Uh, if you're a parent, uh, the there's, oh, the kids forgot this project and, and you, now you have to stay up helping them um, till like 12 o'clock at night 
maybe the kids are sick and you have to get them into the doctor. There's just continuous stress. And it's not like our stress will go down. It's uh, the activities that enhance the stress will not go down. However, we can manage the stress because the chronic stress is really detrimental to our health. And I truly believe that that incorporating self-care and self-care habits can help to counteract the chronic stress. I mentioned cortisol and cortisol is a hormone that if you're not addressing and managing stress, the adrenals keep releasing cortisol. And when cortisol is consistently elevated, then your blood sugar and insulin levels are also elevated. If you have um, accumulation of fat around the gut, usually it's a sign that the cortisol levels have increased. And as we get older, ladies, this is something that we are combating and fighting against is this release of cortisol uh, throughout the day. And the other thing is that when cortisol is elevated, melatonin, the sleep hormone, is low. And we want to make sure that the cycle happens normally where our melatonin increases in the evening and our cortisol level decreases in the evening. And often when people have chronic stress response, the cortisol levels are elevated and that means your melatonin levels can't, are not elevated and you can't get to sleep, you know, when you feel wired. And that is where, when you just look at the science of it, we want to make sure that we have a better fluctuation and cycle in uh, these hormone neurotransmitters, okay? The flip side is serotonin, which is the calming hormone neurotransmitter. So I mentioned hormone and neurotransmitter. Sometimes they're used interchangeably here. So serotonin is lowered when cortisol is high as well. And serotonin is, makes us feel calm and centered. So cortisol is up, serotonin is down when we're in a chronic stress response. So as always, I like to give you guys a little bit of the science and then I like to to give you ideas on how you can use the science and how it's almost you're hacking into your chronic stress response and you're, you're really being intentional about your self-care. Some ideas, and I mentioned a few ideas before, of self-care. For you, it could be reading. Uh, for me, I enjoy reading, foam rolling, massage, uh, meditation, for me is a form of self-care breath work as well which can really help your overall health uh, that also is a form of self-care in addition going out into nature uh, if you can in walking barefoot it this activity they've shown it decreases anxiety and depression by 62 percent when you walk barefoot in the grass so if you can do that a couple times of a week that really will help in your stress response. Meditation and mindfulness practices improve regulation of emotions and positive emotions have really been shown to improve mental and physical health.
I am a big supporter, and of course, you've heard me talk about it and many other people talk about it in starting your day with gratitude, writing three things that you're grateful for every day to really tap into that sense of gratitude will help in your self-care as well. Loving kindness meditation has been shown to improve mood and memory, and that is a form of meditation that is self-care as well. Some other ideas for self-care could be gardening, photography, taking an Epsom salt bath, a relaxing bubble bath. Have you also heard of infrared saunas? Those are great for self-care as well. Another idea, a manicure, pedicure, a facial. So the idea with self-care, any activity, is that it helps you feel good, it helps you feel rejuvenated, it allows you to take a break from the daily to-dos and your daily activities. It gives you something that is just for you. No one, no one else's agenda, only for you. And I have compiled 15 self-care secrets. It's a template that you can download. Just look in the show notes. And some people have been asking, what do you mean by show notes? So when you look at the description of this episode, I always link in different things that I'm talking about. And there I'll put in the 15 self-care secrets. And I explain infrared sauna in there and also a few other self-care secrets that maybe you never even have heard of. It's not your run-of-the-mill, oh, get a massage, get a, get a manicure, pedicure. These are really cool self-care secrets that I know myself I've used and I give the rationale on why they're really helpful. I also have explained some of the supplements that I really like to use for stress and chronic stress, um, medicinal mushrooms, turmeric, some other supplements that I mention in that template. So go check it out. Okay, so you may be sitting there, you know, it's hot. It's easy for you to say, Heather, I, can, I can't fit in even just um, taking a shower in the morning and getting myself ready. How am I going to fit in these self-care habits? Well, what it does, what it, what it takes is uh, for you to be intentional. And many of these don't take more than 10 or 15 minutes. And it's intentional. What I mean by that is when you look at your day, when you look at your week, you have 15 minutes to take care of yourself. You shut the door to the, the, to the bathroom. You say, I'm just going to give myself a nice facial or I'm going to go and book that um, infrared sauna. I'm going to check it out and see what that is all about. You schedule it into your week because no one is going to give you the time. As a busy parent, which many of you are, you have a lot of hats that you're wearing. And take care of yourself first and make sure that you schedule in self-care at least two to three times a week, if not every day. For me, I usually get in some form of self-care every day because if I don't, then I'm so disconnected in who I am as a person and I start to feel aggravated and irritated. And this, for me, self-care 
doesn't include exercise. Exercise happens in the morning, but my self-care, I'll put in these activities later in the day or throughout my day, just taking a quick walk or scheduling in that um, foam rolling or scheduling in the reading. And this week coming up, I'm actually delving into gardening. I follow a uh, Facebook page. They're having a um, uh, sort of a gardening information tour of their facility and they it's called the Ferndale Farmstead. So if you're in Ferndale, Michigan, you can check out their Facebook page. The, and I'll try and link their page in the show notes as well. And uh, I love this idea of a garden in the city. And many people are doing this garden in the city. And I have had a garden this last two years. I haven't had a garden, but I usually have a vegetable garden. I really love the premise of this Ferndale Farmstead because they're really um, educating the community and and uh, supporting the community to make it happen in even the smallest space possible. So I'm really excited to check that out. It's an act, it's an event happening this um, this Thursday. I'll let you guys know about it how it went, but I'm hoping to gain um, some information from it, but I'm also going because I'm going to be surrounded by people who have a similar interest in healthy living, in nature. It's raising the vibration um, in a higher vibration, which we all need, and I really think that self-care raises our vibration. It makes us feel better. We feel more positive. We look at more possibilities. So I encourage you to look at, is there a hobby that you've been wanting to delve into and get a little more into, um, maybe it's getting a book from the library. For me, it's this gardening. I This is an interest and I haven't had the time, I haven't made the time to really get into it. And I'm I'm looking at this year leading up to next summer when I have my garden going again. I'm really using it as I'm going to learn more about it. It really makes me feel great when I can go into the garden and get the herbs and then I can get my veggies or I can do something in the earth and it really makes me feel uh, so much better and it decreases my stress tremendously. So I hope you found this helpful. Please go check out this self-care secrets, the 15 self-care secrets, and enjoy the rest of your week. Namaste.